Make Headlines podcast is sponsored by Kitty Box Press. Kitty Box Press is an independently owned print shop located in Rochester, New York. Each piece is handcrafted using only eco-friendly materials, resulting in a beautiful artisan work. With no minimum orders, no setup fee, and made with lots of love, Kitty Box Press wants to be your go-to screen printer. Kitty Box Press can print just about anything from t-shirts to totes to posters and invitations. Follow Kitty Box Press on Instagram and Facebook, and don't forget to visit them at kittyboxpress.com for more information. Thanks, Kitty Box Press. Thank you. Hi. And welcome to Fake Headlines Podcast, episode number 21. Yes. Welcome. Our little podcast is legal drinking age. <laughs> We've seen it grown up uh, so much before after our th- eyes. Yeah, after the show, we're um, we're gonna buy it its first shot <laughs> down at Wiggly Jiggly's, where we met many years ago. <laughs> it's no longer open. No, it's not a thing. Ugh. Yeah, by request of my dad, uh, we should talk about uh, the incredible hike that we took this weekend. We did take quite a hike while visiting your father up in the northern lands of the state. Yes, yes. And uh, we went fishing and hiking together. We did. And Kevin caught a fish. That's correct. I did. It was a rock bass? Yes. I, I always want to say rock bass. Rock bass. Rock. Bass. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. It was a tiny it was a tiny fella. Yeah. We did not eat it. We mm. threw it back in. Yep. And uh yeah, it was exciting. That was only my second time fishing. Mm-hmm. And both times I've gone fishing, I've caught fish. I'm yeah. a natural. I caught a lot of moss. You did. The the creek uh on our land is not very deep. It's almost a crick. Uh, not a creek. Uh. Oh, I don't know. That was stupid. I've spent so much of my life trying to correct myself. <laughs> I know. Because you say crick, and some people are like, what are you talking about? What the frick? Ain't no crick. And then there's like, it's a creek. Yeah. You freak? I, yeah. I try to say creek. Yeah, me too. Even though I grew up saying crick. Yeah, same here. I grew up in a rural area where you say crick. I guess when you're in a rural area, you get lazy about certain words. Yeah. You get it's a crick. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why that is. I don't know. Yeah, so we went fishing, and that was really fun. We also went hiking uh, up into this special little area that we have on our land that is uh, really beautiful. You can see a lot of land. You can see far. You can see very far. Far and wide. Yeah, several. There's also like a rock, like an indentation on the side of the rock that you stand on. And it's like a it's like a couch cut out, carved in the rock. The gods have yeah. left a couch yeah. for us. Mm-hmm. And you sat on that very dangerous ledge. It didn't feel dangerous to me. I it, don't know. Well, it probably isn't. But to me, because I'm terrified of heights, uh, it looked like I was frozen with fear for you. I mean, if I if I had slipped, I I would have fallen far. Like a hundred feet down. So that is high. <laughs> that is dangerous. <laughs> it only it was only a hundred feet of rock. I would have <laughs> fallen down. No big deal. Sitting on the side of a hill. That's fine. I was in the very center of this plateaued rock area, so I, there was no chance I was going to get near the edge. <laughs> Meanwhile, my dad goes over and he just stands there, takes in the beauty of the land. <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> i just stood far away and took photographs of you guys and then my dad's dog uh found any puddle that was available up there like small little inden- indentations in the rock and you know where it had rained recently there were still little puddles left so the dog just she laid down she loves puddles yeah this like will just lay in a puddle so cute she's very content yeah splashing around yep uh so, yeah it was a good time yeah very uh, sweaty very warm Lots yeah. of fun. I was uh, I was gross. Yeah. I was very gross. Yeah, me too. I uh, I tried to fit in with my my camo trucker hat, went uh-huh. up in the in the hills. I think I, I think I look like a, a regular, although the fear on my face as we went fishing and hiking was a dead giveaway that I was an out of towner. <laughs> <laughs> also, the price tag dangling off my head, <laughs> sheer giveaway. <laughs> uh, they just uh, thought you were like Mini Pearl. <laughs> They were like, that guy gets it. They're like, whatever happened to Mini Pearl? That was when television was television. <laughs> no, they know. 
<laughs> well, we did have a great time. Yeah, and, it was uh, a lot of fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, no scary experiences at all while we were on our trip. No, not good, at all. Good, safe journey. Yeah. And uh, look forward to going back. Yeah, soon. absolutely. That was a good time. But uh, yeah, so fake headlines podcast. This is our show. Uh-huh. This is what you're listening to. Yeah. Uh, each uh, each week we each bring three headlines to the table. But only one of them is real, and two of them we have made up to try to stump the other into guessing the wrong article. Yeah. It's fun. We're married, and we like to trick each other with silly stories. It's a fun lying game. Like, see who can lie the best. It's a it's perfect for... Because we're almost upon the one year of our wedded wedded anniversary. That's not the right word. Nope. Our wedding anniversary is coming (laughs) up soon. (laughs) In one month's time. Yes. And what better way to make sure that we continue this beautiful marriage together than to practice lying to each other every week. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, if it's full of complete honesty, I mean... Where's that gotten anybody? What's the future like, you yeah. know? Uh, an honest relationship? I mean, that's <laughs> insane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Talk about fake headlines. Oh, boom, boom, boom. Okay, Kevin, so you are reading your headlines first this week, correct? I believe so. I think you went first last week. Yes. If I'm not yep. mistaken. Okay, so here we go. Here are my three articles for the week. Article number one. Store caught sticking googly eyes on fish to make them look fresh. Store caught sticking googly eyes on fish to make them look fresh. Yes, I ha- we have a hand raised. I can tell you right now that's the real headline. Oh, no. Is that your article? That is my real headline. <laughs> no way. You took the same article? <laughs> <laughs> we did it. <laughs> it only took 21 episodes, but we did it. Let's do a double high five. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what do we do? We've, we don't know what the, what are the bylaws. Oh, God. Uh, oh, I don't know. Okay. All right. Well, all right. Let's think about this. Let's, let's, take, let's take a breather. All right. We don't know each other's fake headlines. All right. So we each have two fakes. So we could try to. We have to try and do a speed round of trying to come back with uh, two fresh fake headlines. Like real fake headlines. Wait. So why don't we each try to find a real article real quick? That's what I'm trying, to, what say. trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> How about a speed round of fresh articles? What? <laughs> That's so funny. All right, so we're going to pause while we uh, we con- consult the official Fake Headlines Podcast rule book, and we'll be right back after these words from nobody. There we go. And we're back. I think I was just pushing the wrong button because we can't see. Yeah. Hey, and we're back, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we consulted with the Fake Headlines podcast rule book. We had a quick, sudden-death internet search for a goofy article to replace the googly-eyed fish article we both picked this week. And I think we're ready to go. <laughs> I think I think we're ready. <laughs> I think I was reading my articles first. Yes, you were. All right, man, that was really crazy. <laughs> it's funny that it took that long for it to happen, because you figure every week we have had... Well, we've had at least 20 articles we've picked yes. online. Mm-hmm. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> and we usually consult the same sources for the most part. Because yeah. There's only so many goofy news sites. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So here we go. Fake Headlines Podcast, episode 21. Here are my stories. Headline number one. Old Navy reports huge surge in cargo short sales for the 2018 <laughs> summer season. Uh, cargo shorts. Yep. Okay. Article number two. Parrots are able to make complex economic decisions, study shows. Parrots are able to make complex economic decisions, study shows. Complex eco decisions. And article number three. Appealing to millennial motorists... Motorists. Uh huh. Travel centers along the Massachusetts Turnpike to replace Dunkin' Donuts with independent coffee shops. <laughs> uh, travel stops. Replace Dunkin' with independent coffee shops. Indie. 
Shops. Okay. Wow. All right. These are all silly. A lot to digest. <laughs> <laughs> but only one of them is real. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So Old Navy reports a huge surge in cargo short sales for the 2018 summer season. Yeah. Has has it finally come to the point where people are like, I have too many things. My phone's too big. Doesn't fit in my pocket. I need to put my e-cig somewhere. Uh, where do I keep this hookah? Uh, where <laughs> should I keep my tiny dog that I take with me everywhere? Uh, what? Um, where do I put my travel keg? So what you're trying to say is that four pockets Which aren't I guess enough. Is a flask. A travel keg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <Your> portable keg. <laughs> uh, I, well, here's the thing. Well, as a lady, and the pants that I wear, more often than not, the pockets are so stupid and not able to really hold much. Right. Or they're like kind of like faux pockets, right? Like it looks yeah. like a pocket, but it's like kind of sewn. Yeah. Gives the illusion of... Of pockets. of pockets, but you can't actually put anything in there because God forbid you have a little bulk. <laughs> That's un- that that takes away from the sexiness of the female form. <laughs> no bulk on those hips. <laughs> How about women carry purses? These are all like decisions people made years yeah. ago. <laughs> well, on the bright side, uh, fanny packs are a thing again, which I blame uh, Kelly from the deli. Who was on Project Runway a few episode or a few episodes, a few seasons ago, hmm. and uh, that's that's what she one of her things. Yeah, she oh, would make okay. these really rad sequined uh, fanny packs. And I don't uh, think I ever had a fanny pack. No. No. Well, yeah, you may, uh, maybe by that point you were already in cargo shorts. There was no need. I think I was. I went right to cargos. I yeah. knew I had a lot of loot to carry. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I definitely had friends that had had carried uh, fanny packs, like in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were mostly drug dealers. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I was into drugs, but they were. Yeah. People I knew, not friends, acquaintances. I know your sister said that she had some. Uh, what? Not well, friends who were drug dealers. No. Yes. Um, <laughs> Uh, fanny, fanny packs. packs. She had fanny packs. Yeah, I don't think I ever had one. I definitely had cargo pants and cargo shorts. Mm-hmm. Um, but back then, I don't really don't don't know why I needed them. But as the year, like I remember through the '90s, of course, I had you know cigarettes, wallet, uh, extra wallet chain. You got to carry an extra wallet chain in the '90s. Oh, of course. Uh, a yo-yo. I used to carry it. I used to keep, for like about a year. I carried a yo-yo everywhere with me. Yeah, I think that was a thing that. People did. I think, yeah, yeah. You weren't a hacky sack person, though. No, definitely not a hacky sack. I uh, I became fascinated with a yo-yo at the uh, <laughs> <laughs> at the 1999 Warp Tour, <laughs> and there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of yo-yoing going on that summer for some reason. And we went to a bunch of shows. A lot uh, of around the world activity and of, walk the dog. I could I can walk the I could probably walk the dog right now if I had a yo-yo. Yeah. Actually, we do have a yo-yo, but that's too much. I'll show you. Yeah, maybe I'll, maybe we'll show. Instagram a video of Kevin walking the dog. Walk the dog, yeah. And we'll be like, "This is a sneak peek." <laughs> that's gonna be very. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, me too. Uh, but yeah, I used to carry a yo-yo around all the time, so you needed extra pockets. That's so nerdy. I know, and certainly nowadays, you're absolutely right with the phone, the e-cig, the portable keg, as you call it. Yeah, a portable keg. <laughs> a portable keg. Yeah, you need that for your um, home brewery selling right and also things. you need your scientific calculator you gotta carry that with you too yeah absolutely i mean you you don't you don't want to use the scientific calculator that's available on your phone because like <laughs> boring you want to be like og with using your actual scientific calculator so you can like prove that the quality of the adding is so much better you know what I mean? You can really prove it. Yeah. With science. Yeah. That's why it's called a scientific calculator. With proof. The most scientific thing I ever did with a calculator was write boobies on it. That makes sense. That's the only thing. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I don't recall doing... I don't recall... And maybe I, math? I don't recall doing math ever. Um, no, in high school, I don't recall using a scientific... Like, I remember having it, but I just remember doing basic stuff on it. Like, why... They, I feel like they... Was there like some kind of thing with like the Scientific Calculators of America Association <laughs> and the Teachers Association where they kind of got into cahoots together? 
Oh, we sure. Forced everyone to buy an expensive calculator that we really didn't need. <laughs> I definitely used a scientific calculator. Yeah, because in high school, I mean, I only took up to course two because my course three teacher was a real dick. Mm. And um, so I know that in course two and in course one, I needed a scientific calculator to do like uh, algebra. Yeah, I must have stuff. blocked it out. We must have done that. Like, in yeah. course one, you know, I mean, I'm a couple years uh, older than you, but I think we still would have, uh, same curriculum, I think, would have been going on a few years prior to you. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't remember. I think I, think I probably just blocked it out. Uh, it was uh, probably so traumatic. I did not do well with math at all in Or school. you're just like, I don't need this. <laughs> I'm writing boobs. What do you mean I failed the regents? <laughs> Let's make room for alternative music I need to know. <laughs> I'm going to use this calculator to figure out how many CDs I can buy this weekend at the mall. Yeah. <laughs> I got to go to uh, Borders to the in, to the uh, import section and buy some Canadian indie CDs this weekend. How many can I afford with the GST? I don't know what that meant. Did you budget that out? No, I did not. But you know what I did did do in high school is that I would uh, I would skip lunch and save my lunch money and then buy a CD at the end of the week for myself. Oh wow! It was a pretty smart plan I had going on there. Except for the not eating part. Yes, which didn't help because I was still just a fat guy in high school, so it did not <laughs> help. Didn't help at all. But at least I had music. Uh, yeah. <laughs> skip lunch, but I think I made up for it when I got home and just pigged out. Yeah. <laughs> but I was picking out listening to Our Lady Peace. <laughs> <laughs> Our Lady oh. Peace? I don't know. No. No, I never really. You never listened to Our Lady you're Peace. You're right. I didn't really like them that much. I didn't. There's a lot of bands from the 90s that are kind of around. Now. Not a lot, but there's a handful. I was thinking about this recently. Like Third Eye Blind seem to be everywhere right now. And they were around like in the 90s. Like, yeah. They're on like festivals every summer. They're I definitely got show. that CD uh, as part of my penny package with Columbia House. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> I, um, I, like, Third Eye Blind to me, like in the 90s, were not a good band. Like, no offense. Yeah, I know people love them, but like, of what was available at the time, there was such a smorgasbord of music in the golden 90s golden age of alternative music the golden 90s the golden 90s let me tell you (laughs) the rest of the decades have a lot to live up to like you had like there was so much other better stuff than third eye blind like they were just like sure they were there but like hansen i know right (laughs) exactly yeah chumba wumba Uh uh-huh uh the who left the dogs out people (laughs) yeah uh i feel like i know that Um, baja men yes i knew it i wanted to sound like i didn't but i knew it yeah you knew it right off the bat but then uh will afford <laughs> uh <laughs> she, she had that one song you're right oh my god yeah. um mm-hmm. but uh, i think that they were not good but i think there's a real nostalgia for them because i think music today is so much more terrible that third eye blind because they've weathered the storm from the 90s they almost they seem good like they seem like a good band now there's nothing because everything to compare them to is terrible. <laughs> I think you sound like a grandpa. <laughs> Third eye blind and nothing. <laughs> Back in my day, I had real popular music. <laughs> but it's funny because uh, Weezer, like I loved Weezer in the 90s. And then we had, and I did not like Third Eye Blind at all. And now, for some reason, those two bands have flip-flopped in my liking. Like, I cannot stand Weezer right now. (laughs) But Third Eye Blind, I could listen to Third Eye Blind. No problem. It's weird. Maybe I am an old man. Yeah. Is this what happens? I don't know. Did my parents have the same conundrum, like, in the 70s? I'm not grandpa (laughs) age yet. (laughs) 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 I don't know. Maybe this is is a very important conversation that you should probably have with your dad, babe. I really should. Dad, what was music like? When did you... When did you realize you were old? <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> you just I know prop, my dad's listening. You prop your head up on your hands <laughs> and like kick your feet up behind you like, Dad, tell me about music when you were in your 40s. What if... Uh, did you finally get it? I just imagine us like volunteering because we don't have children, but like volunteering somewhere and they're like, how did you... When did you realize you were old? I'm like, well, when I 
I no longer understood Sloan. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like at that point I would have like a martini and a cigarette in my hand. Like, well, honey, let me tell you. I'm just going to be like uh, just a lean stretch all the way. <laughs> at the boys it could be tomorrow. At the boys and girls, <laughs> local boys and girls club. <laughs> Ma'am, please put that away. You're supposed to be here helping children. <laughs> helping them with facts. Real life. This is how you weather. Real, real world. Uh, knowledge they need to know. This is how you weather the musical storm that is your 40s. (laughs) (laughs) But you're only 32. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about cargo shorts because that's where we were. We Holy be- crap, we went off on a real tangent there. Yeah, didn't we? Kev, I'm uh, sorry about that. <laughs> bring up alternative music Ooh. and you're gone. Uh, Actually, I love it started with math, didn't it? it? Math, cargo shorts. Yeah. Wow. Oh, because we, we needed something to hold your calculator in. Yeah, yeah. I used to have my scientific calculator on a wallet, ch- on a chain. Did you? Yeah, I, I, was, I was two chains back then. I had one with the wallet, one with the scientific calculator. Yeah. That's hot. Yeah, well, I was I was a hot guy in the nineties. Yeah, you st- you still are. Thank you. I know. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna pause this episode one more time. <laughs> <laughs> then we're back. Oh, hey, well, that was um, quick. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. That's what she said. <laughs> sorry. Uh, so, um, but cargo shorts have definitely had like a real uh, negative tone to them over the years for some reason. I never really realized it until like. It's been like an easy punchline for a couple of years now. Yeah. I don't know why. It seems like when we moved here to Buffalo, there there was like some article that I read where it was like some some person came to Buffalo and they were like, I don't understand lots of things about Buffalo. First of all, what's the deal with cargo shorts? I remember, I remember like it that. It was very yeah. like a Jerry Steinfeld, like, what's the deal? What's the deal with cargo? <laughs> <laughs> Like, but what's wrong with like you have things to carry? Like, what's the why? Why not? Um, makes perfect sense. I think they look sloppy. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't wear formal. I mean, there's no formal cargo pant that you can wear. There's. Oh, you're right. Like tuxedo I, cargo you pants. You can't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, tuxedo pants. The stripe would go right over the pocket. That's mm-hmm. sloppy. Yeah. That's sloppy. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so what was the name of your, what was your original article? Old Navy has a surge in sales? Yeah, they, they, they sold a lot this summer for some reason. Hmm. I wonder if, uh, people are really getting more in touch with nature and, uh, camping outside or, um, and it's, it's just easier than trying to hike with a backpack. Maybe just having, uh, things stuffed in your pockets, like a bottle of water. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, protein bar. Better on the back. A carrot. A carrot. Things that you need for a hike. Here's what I had while we were hiking. <laughs> I had a Polaroid instant camera in my <laughs> one pocket. Which was never used because we forgot about I it. Totally forgot about it. I had a backup battery for our cell phones. You did? And I had a vape pen in my cargo <laughs> pants. <laughs> all the all the necessities for outdoor living. <laughs> I had my phone and a camera on me. Oh. That, that was all I had. Uh, see, I always keep my phone in my pocket, not the cargo pocket. Okay. So I always feel like the phone's going to like hit my knee and then like break the glass or something. I don't know. Yeah. It's a stupid fear, but I'm filled with them. So, <laughs> uh, and then my wallet, I always carry my wallet in my front pocket as well. I never put it in the back pocket. Yeah. So my pockets are always full. Yeah. So old Navy had a surge of cargo shirt sales. I think that's plausible. Yeah, and I think you're probably right. I think the reason for it is because we have so many things we have to carry, and phones don't normally fit in traditional pockets. Right. You, know, you got like a 10-inch Samsung. Yeah. What are you going to do with it? Yeah. I know there's a dirty joke there. <laughs> you got a 10-inch Samsung? <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do you with that? T- you got a 10-inch Samsung? <laughs> um, okay, parrots are able to make complex... Economic decisions study says? Yes, that is correct. Okay. Uh, wow, that's interesting. So I, how do they make these decisions? Uh, do they like oh, they read stand the in front Journal. of a... Uh, what? They read the Wall Street Journal. Okay, yeah. I was going to say, maybe <laughs> they um, attend a college class. <laughs> uh, they, they can just fly right in the window. <laughs> free tuition. <laughs> Can I pretend to be a parrot and go back to college? <laughs> I can't afford more college. 
They went to a uh, toucan talk on economics. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a toucan top talk. <laughs> um, that's actually really, it's <laughs> really funny. Um, I'm assuming it has to do with like... Uh, stocks? <laughs> I like that the weird hand gestures I made to try to... <laughs> I think it made you think of stocks. No, I'm sure they, it looked like you were trying to swim through non-existent <laughs> water is what <laughs> i don't know story of my life i just assume or like stocks like the 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 medieval device <laughs> they invested in stocks oh god <laughs> torture business is really in the dumps these days people are so concerned about each other um yeah, I think that there. I think it's a little bit of the uh, t- <laughs> the tuition uh, is finally affordable for birds. Yeah, uh, I think it has to do with this Wall Street Journal subscription. Uh, no, I'm assuming it has to be like there must be some kind of things like laid out, like something colorful or something that they're choosing. Oh, I know. Maybe they 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 probably are reading the Wall Street Journal and picking out very colorful things because that's what's lining the bottom of their cages. <laughs> that's right. So they're like, oh, I get it. They I had a get free it. subscription for years. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, they shit all over it, but it doesn't mean that it doesn't get its use. <laughs> Shitting all over the press. Sounds like something the president should do. Come on. That's a funny. That's Come a, on. That's a good take on. Come the world. on. But uh, seriously, folks. Oh, um, <laughs> the uh, I can't. Uh, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Like you're looking down. I mean, they uh, they always have something to read when they're going to the bathroom. It's right there on the yeah, floor. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Why don't we do that? Why don't we just lay some magazines on the floor while we go to the bathroom? <laughs> Are you gonna clean that up? Well, I'm still gonna use the toilet. I'm not gonna go on the. Oh, I see. I mean, I'm not, <laughs> a, not a dirt ball. <laughs> I'm not a parent. I'm perfectly good toilet here i'm not gonna just crap on a magazine on the floor <laughs> i'm just saying i like the idea of just looking down reading on the floor <laughs> because then i can use both hands to use my phone well <laughs> well me <laughs> multimedia multitasking in well there. i was uh, well maybe one day in the future there will be sliding tiles that will just be available on the <laughs> bathroom floor and you could just swipe with your toes i, I love it that would be great <laughs> like a, what's that game that four square is that what it's called not four square what? that's a different game the yeah. dance dance revolution no i four square is like a weird game i remember playing in camp but um it's that little game where it's like there's like <laughs> rows of like numbers and there's one Sudoku? Piece. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh. There's like uh it's like rows of numbers on like sliding tiles, but one tile's missing and you have to like line them up in order, number order. And all the, they're all scrambled so you can only you can like move one to move another one and like you have to like Is this an electronic game? <laughs> there probably is an electronic version, but it's like a it's an analog sliding tile game it's like a little pocket game it's got like maybe nine numbers maybe and one thing is one tile's missing so you can move the tiles around you guys i'm really sorry grandpa kevin's gone from the story again <laughs> we used to listen we used to play this game while listening to the refreshments <laughs> back in 96 I have no idea what you're talking about. The refreshments they had a song it was no a the game you goofball it was <laughs> I I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> we'll talk we'll well we'll look it up later. Okay. <laughs> I used to have I used to carry this in the nineties, I swear. I used you to had it real, in your cargo pants? I did. I did. I really did. <laughs> I got it as a stocking stuffer for Christmas one year. It was a little game. <laughs> it's a little sliding tile game. Maybe All that's right. what it's called. We'll look it up later. Sliding it's tiles. Fine. I know. I'm so excited to play this game. <laughs> called fake headlines. Uh here we go. Uh, so I okay. I'll be honest. I'm a dum dum. Complex economic decisions. So yeah. what would that entail? Is it is it stock market stuff? Is it like trading and it could be stuff like that? Maybe they've uh, maybe they're able. I don't to know how to adult. Someone show me. I don't know much about the stock market either, but <laughs> I would trust a parrot. <laughs> I'm gonna start take, we should start taking our taxes to like a bird. Yeah, you Why just not? pay them in crackers. It's <laughs> fine. 
<laughs> when the IRS opens up the paperwork, the envelope, it's all like saltine crumbs in there. I'm like, oh, <laughs> GD bird. It's like crackers and like that suey uh, uh, pole of sticky seeds. <laughs> you know, like my dad has yeah, for yeah. his bird. He does. I wonder if Herman Keeter is uh, is good at making economic decisions. Oh, probably, but it's a parakeet, so oh. he he can't really translate. He's just like, well, I have all this information, I don't know what to do with it. Right. So what if we're all what if all birds have a weird skill like that that we're just overlooking? Well, they have the oldest DNA, so I I suppose. Like, what if chickens are like geniuses yeah and we're just killing them in mass and eating them constantly that's <laughs> terrific they have so many answers for our modern problems but we're just eating them because they taste delicious that's why the incredible edible egg is so uh terrific for us right mm-hmm. exactly because you're eating the essence of the smartest animal that's that we have so upsetting <laughs> I know. that's so terrible but we don't eat chicken though so it's okay yeah <laughs> that's why we're terrible at math I'm not terrible at math. We're not eating chicken. I'm okay at math. Can you do, can you do our taxes? I don't. As well as a bird? I can't do our taxes because I don't understand the formula that adds everything up. Like, yeah. I don't I don't know how it works. I don't either. That's why I trust TurboTax, the trusted name in tax preparation for over 40 years. They don't sponsor us. I was hoping they might. F those guys. <laughs> no. Do our taxes. <laughs> <laughs> for free. That's that right. would help a lot. That's right, H&R Block. Sponsor the show. <laughs> <laughs> the trusted name in tax returns for 100 centuries. <laughs> 100 centuries. Centuries. <laughs> I don't know why that what became happened? I don't you know. Just, <laughs> do you lay down for a second? <laughs> <laughs> you know the thing where you, you try to say a word and it just didn't? Yeah, that's like that happens to me five times a day. It's embarrassing. Um, did you just power down? What happened? There? <laughs> Do you need it? <laughs> Are you in low power mode right now? Put yourself in low power mode. We got to get through this show. <laughs> Stop making funnies. <laughs> and talking about bullet chains. Two chains, Kev, over there. <laughs> Uh, millennial travel stops replace Dunkin' Donuts along the Massachusetts Turnpike. Okay. Yeah. Uh, with uh, indie shops. Okay. Yeah. yeah no more Dunkin'. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like they won't accept that. Well, I guess it's good. I don't know a lot about Massachusetts. I don't either. We drove through there once. And it was not pleasant. Sorry, <laughs> folks. You were no, not nice. were not nice people. No offense. I'm sure there's some good people out there. We some have, good people have come from there. But I don't think Jen ha- Kirkman, Pete Holmes. That's all I can name. <laughs> Those two. I don't think we have any listeners Affleck's, in Massachusetts. The Afflecks are from there, right? They are. They're not. They, they negated the two people you just mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> some great people have come from uh, the Affleck. You went to the well, Afflecks after two people. <laughs> That's real bad. That's real bad. all I know. <laughs> well, we we went to, uh, yeah, we were in, we, we were driving, we drove to for a job interview many years ago, and people were just like rotten everywhere, <laughs> everywhere we went. Yeah. And back in the 90s, when I was wearing wallet chains, <laughs> I was in a town called Stur- uh, Sturbridge, Massachusetts, which uh-huh. we visited together. I wanted to show you this town. Yeah, I was greeted by a swarm of ducks in a McDonald's <laughs> so I had to, because I had to pee. You were. Well, we were greeted with a, with a swarm of middle fingers oh. when I was there in the 90s, because okay. everywhere that we walked... Anytime we made eye contact with, contact with someone driving by, they would give us the finger. And I was like, wow, this is very different from the town I grew up in. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I've always had, like, the two times I've been to Massachusetts, we've both been terrible. It's the old Massachusetts welcome. <laughs> it's the old welcome. <laughs> <laughs> We're number one. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I, yeah, I... I so I don't know a lot about the uh, millennial culture, but maybe there are young people who are trying to change uh, uh, their future by uh, supporting local coffee shops along their turnpike. Yeah, yeah. I think that there's a, a swing towards more independent retailers and restaurants and stuff like that. 
we've seen uh, articles over the last year where you know places like uh olive garden and chilies and those kinds of places have had to make some drastic changes to try to retain uh customers because people are have people have more choice nowadays and they would much rather support local things in general. Obviously, it's not an over, over, overstatement there, but um, a, lot of, a lot of companies are struggling, yet somehow Boston Market still survives, even though I've never seen anyone go there. I've never known anyone to go there. I did once. <laughs> once. <laughs> it was in the mid-2000s. It was yeah. before I met you. It was yeah. before I knew you, babe. Yeah, all right, all right. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. But, Jeez. But everybody's, everybody's having a tough time right now. And I, you know, I, uh, I support indie businesses like that. I think that's really nice because, um, it allows a little bit more room for success of, uh, little guys, you know, so that's nice. I think, I think the, uh, the idea of replacing Dunkin, not that Dunkin is bad. I I like Dunkin Donuts. Me too. Sure. Um, feel free to sponsor us at uh, fakeinlandspodcast at gmail.com. Duncan, the trusted choice in coffee for 40 millennia. <laughs> <laughs> and 40 millennials. 40 millennials agree. <laughs> Duncan's okay. <laughs> but we prefer our own place. <laughs> it's wicked good. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, Massachusetts. Thanks. I'm so <laughs> sorry. <Casey Affleck. laughs> <laughs> That's the other Affleck whose name I couldn't remember. Yep. I wanted to mention that. Yep, and then there's the. the I think doc. he's the less bad one, right? No, I think he's a bad one. I think they're both bad. Oh. They're both bad. Oh. <laughs> yeah, there's not a good Affleck to right now. Okay. That I'm aware of. Uh, j- n- well, just the duck. I think they both. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> <laughs> the duck will take care of you if you're injured and you, you uh-huh. know, can't get back to work. Oh, what about if you have a really bad back tattoo? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> burn. <laughs> oh, man. Which one of these is real? Uh, okay. So, mm, mm, I don't oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Is everything okay over there? <laughs> I'm just. I went into low power mode. You Is that did. cool? No, it's fine. I get it. Jeez. I get it. Don't wor- don't you worry. You know what? I'm gonna take a real swing here and say that it's the last one. Replacing the- Duncan along the turnpike. Well, Tiffany, you would be incorrect. <sighs> okay. Second guess. You got faked. Parrots. Parrots make complex economic decisions, study shows. Well, I I don't believe in cargo pants. Well, Tiffany, you are 100% correct. This (laughs) is a true story. (laughs) Courtesy of our friends at Sky News, the trusted name in news for skies for over 10 years. According to Sky News, parrots are able to make complex economic decisions, study shows. Uh, Parrots can make complex economic decisions, at least according to German scientists. 33 macaws and African gray parrots were taught (laughs) to recognize the value of tokens, which could be exchanged for food as part of an experiment at the Max Planck Institute in Germany. The birds then had to invest their tokens either in low-value immediate rewards or high-value but more expensive rewards. So the the most patient parrots could exchange their tokens for pieces of walnut while the less determined traders were stuck with dry corn or sunflower seeds. Hmm. Scientists found that when offered a low-quality food or a token, the parrots would consistently choose the token if it could get them a better food prize. Lead researcher Dr. Augustine von Bayern from the Max Planck Institute of Ornithology in Starnberg, Germany, said that because wild parrots are difficult to track, it is hard to know whether these kinds of decisions are part of the parrot's natural life. Hmm. She said, in our experimental setting, we found that the that they are capable of making surprisingly subtle decisions to maximize their payoff while minimizing their effort. This is a fascinating indication that such decisions may matter greatly in their natural environment. 
That's so interesting. Yeah. That's very fascinating. Yeah. Nine great green macaws, eight blue-throated macaws, eight blue-headed macaws, and eight African gray parrots took part in the study. Hmm. I wonder, uh, does it say whether or not this is something that they'll continue to review? Uh, yeah. Well, it says uh, Von Boehner's team said that the parrots had performed as well as chimpanzees being tested under similar parameters. Oh, okay. It says overall, the great green macaws came out on top, making the right decisions significantly more often than expected by chance in every test. Wow. So I guess they kind of figured, you know, certain element of it's going to be just, you know, luck of the draw. Yes, but, absolutely. But then they were able to consistently kind of outperform. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, in, in kind of looking at this article, I did see there were some other studies involving parrots. And there was also a uh, an experiment with children uh, in marshmallows and snacks in the 70s. Okay. Where children could immediately get a uh, some kind of snack, like a marshmallow. I forget what they had to do, but then if they were to, if they were able to allow themselves to be delayed in the reward, mm-hmm. like it was like a 15 minute delay. Like if they did one thing, they got this marshmallow, but if they did this other thing, if they waited 15 minutes, they might get something else. And when they did that, they got a cookie and then people, then they were kind of trained to like wait longer. Like some, Interesting. I guess some couldn't because of impulse control and that kind of thing. But, yeah. That's a lot of it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So was, and that, you would think that that same sort of impulse control would be, even more prevalent in a bird versus uh, you wouldn't think would have the same complex thinking as a human. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Interesting. And um, I think they say that crows are, are very uh, intelligent birds. So uh, it'd be interesting to see if they were to uh, pull in crows to be part of the study as well. Yeah. Um, what their ability to decision make would be. Yeah. I'd be fascinated to, to learn more about that. That's cool. Yeah. That's a really cool article, Kev. Hey, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> article number one. Okay. Couple in Iowa starts petition for local businesses to accept service goat. <laughs> Couple in Iowa start petition to uh, for stores to accept service goat. Yes. Okay. All right. Belligerent man arrested after giving girlfriend a wet willy. Belligerent man arrested after giving girlfriend a wet willy. Okay. And then the last one. Pet bird calls 911 using Siri. (laughs) We both have bird articles. so weird. so weird. Pet bird calls 911 using Siri. Yes. Weird. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> That's so weird. Uh, interesting. We're okay. like really in sync. We certainly are. That's great. Speaking of in sync, you know, back in the 90s. No. no okay. Thank you. A uh, couple in Iowa uh, start a petition to f- make stores accept a service goat. Yeah. Like essentially. The, right? Yeah. Because uh, this couple uh, was feeling frustrated because every time they would try to go to a business they weren't able to go like both go in because they have a service goat versus like a service dog okay is it like a um uh okay so so they were not allowing the goat in you know it's i guess you really can't like to me and i don't know much about anything and i (laughs) hope i don't say anything terrible right but like if somebody has a service goat or a service whatever, a service llama. Uh, you can't just try to size up the situation and decide w- what's r- quote-unquote right or wrong. Like, if someone th- believes they need this animal, like, how can you deny them? Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, it just feels yeah. like, geez. Yeah. Like, what if it was a, like, is it, uh, like, if it was a seeing-eye goat right people would be like oh of course no problem but then it's like a a, something maybe that the person needs help with that you can't see right i mean like yeah then then it becomes like this whole thing like well why do you need that right and that's that that feels very wrong yeah absolutely but then at the same time do you want a goat pooping everywhere in your store Yeah, that's. But I mean, w- that's true too. But it, you would assume if it was a service goat that it would 
be training, training to not do that. Absolutely. So I think yeah, that's, that's a lot of it's like fear of like the unknown, I think, right? Yeah. I think that's what probably happens in these cases. Or the, uh, you know, the assumption that because it's uh, an animal or traditionally like a farm animal that it would be dirty. Yeah. But goats are probably nature's cleanest animal. I believe I read that in an article. <laughs> I mean, I made that up. I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> But also, why wouldn't you, like, if you owned a, like, if you were an independent store owner, like, maybe maybe a place like McDonald's or something has a strict no animal policy. Mm-hmm. But that, I think you couldn't, though, because you would have to give it, have exceptions for for service animals. I would assume you would have to do that. Um, a company of a certain size would probably be forced under the law to mm-hmm. comply. Mm-hmm. If it was just like a Joe Schmo's Joe Schmoery on main street <laughs> you probably could do whatever you wanted right and say you know i don't want to bake a cake for you because you have a service dog or whatever right. stupid yeah. thing you believe in yeah but but why wouldn't you want a goat in your store like how fun i think that i think that part of the issue is that uh business owners think that it's not real like it's not a real thing yeah. i think that they think that it's just um a couple who somehow feels entitled maybe yeah or people don't i think people have a hard time like empathizing with someone or thinking that maybe someone really does need this and they think it's all tomfoolery yeah there's a certain mindset out there in sure. our world the very surface level yeah. existence like mm-hmm. everything's very basic yeah you're, you're basic bitches yeah are gonna look at this and be like you don't need that thing get out of here stupid goats are for goat land <laughs> Goats are for hills. <laughs> exactly. Uh, or for invading Irish towns. But if you had a goat walk in, like, wouldn't, wouldn't you think that everybody would be like, oh, look at a goat and petting the goat? People would be like, there'd be a buzz probably in your store if there was yeah. a goat in there. Um, well, I mean, with service animals, y- you have to have a moment where you are, uh, you have to acknowledge the fact that the animal is working. Mm-hmm. So the person who's, um, you know, uh, using the services of a service animal, you have to ask them, is it okay if I were to pet your goat or oh, your okay. dog or gotcha. right whatever? Right around the clock. Yeah. I, I mean, kind of. Well, <laughs> yeah. it takes away from yeah. their attentiveness yeah. of what they need to be for. doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And the, the goat would be wearing like a like a uniform like a little vest a little vest or something right mm-hmm. it's not like some guy just walking in with like a like a dirty goat on a rope right you know yeah, but if they absolutely. did if they did that i guess if they said it was a service animal you'd you can say no right. yeah be like hey i'll pay you in milk <laughs> my service goat makes great cheese goat cheese is great cheese it's great cheese. It's great cheese. So good on pizza. Oh, the pizzas we made with goat cheese and blueberries. Yeah. And bacon. And balsamic vinaigrette. Balsamic glaze on non bread. Bake at 350 for 15 minutes. You will not. Caramelized be onions. Caramelized onions, yes. Yeah. Sometimes we like to sneak in recipes here on Fake Outlines Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I don't think we have anybody listening in Iowa either from my last uh, look at our demographics. Uh, so what's going on there? Like, Open up your minds, Iowinians. Iowinians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Iowinians. Yeah, I think, you know, I mean, there's like a lot of, uh, there's a lot of jokes online about service animals. Like you see like someone with their, taking a picture of someone in the airport with like a peacock or something like that. Like there's their service animal, but I don't know. Like, Look, if it helps them get through the day. Right. If it helps them uh, feel confident and less anxious or helps them uh, guide their way through a place they are unfamiliar with or. I'm all for it. Absolutely. And it's probably too. a lot cheaper than medication. Well, sure. Like a, yeah. having a, a service animal that helps with anxiety versus uh-huh. hundreds of dollars a month probably in pills. Right. Yeah, it's a pretty good deal. Yeah. Maybe I need a service animal. I think I just need a. I think Chloe? we just we have a cat. Are She's you not really a service? But she does offer us emotional support. Yeah, they say that people who have cats are um, have low lower stress levels. Which can you imagine if we don't I have know. a cat? I thought you were going to say have low self esteem. Have low self esteem. <laughs> uh, we'll ultimately die alone. Oh no! And uh, the cat no. will uh, they, eat you. They um, 
uh, petting a cat is supposed to help reduce your stress levels. Okay. Chloe, so, get over here. I need oh, to pet she, you immediately. I, I can't handle how cute my cat is. Yeah. I love her so much. She's wonderful. Yeah. So I can imagine, you know, uh, the emotional benefits we get from having a, a pet. And I guess you could imagine what it could do for someone who really is in a worse situation than we're in right now as far yeah. as how we're feeling. You Therapy, know, so. absolutely. I think that's There's great. There's science behind that. I hope that story is real, and I hope that this petition, I will sign this petition. Mm-hmm. Mail a copy to fakeheadlinespodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, belligerent man arrested after giving girlfriend a wet willy. That's so disgusting. Yeah. The wet willy is like you put your finger in your mouth, and get it all wet, and stick it in the ear, right? Yeah. That's gross. It's upsetting. I think, it's, I mean... If anybody did that to me, I think I think if anyone does that to you, you are allowed to murder them. Well, I wouldn't go so far as to murder. Oh, I think murder is allowed in that case. No. All right. I think a real good punch to the nose. Yeah. Uh, is all right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's disgusting. It's very gross. It's so disgusting. Yeah. Like someone else's mucus on you is d- vile. Let alone it getting in your ear where it can drip into your body. Oh, I'm upset. And then it's with you forever, right? Do you have to use the word mucus? Yeah, that's science. It's my scientific calculator told me to say it. It's so awful. It's It's gross. It is a gross word, but it's real. Can't you just use spit? Oh, because that's so much better than mucus. It is. It's Spit. Spit. All right, fine. Spit. One syllable. Someone's spit is now in your body forever because it does not leave you. You become one. It's like gum. Well, I guess we'll never make out again. That's fine. Whatever <laughs> I want, man. <laughs> no, that's... All right, I got... You have stood your ground as to how you feel about uh, the spit of another person. All right. You know what? We're going to pause this podcast again. We have some... I have some making up to do. Yeah. And we'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's really vile. I think that... He, he must have... He was belligerent, so... I, do you do you think that maybe he was um just an asshole or was mm-hmm. he drunk yeah or was he on something or i feel like anyone that goes to the wet willy is an asshole yeah like that's an asshole move right there mm-hmm. i mean it's an a- not an asshole move i mean that's a <laughs> 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 that's not <laughs> that's not called a wet willy that's called a that's called yeah. a <laughs> It's called, it's called a wet dilly. No. No, no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. Damn it. <laughs> what was I going to say? Uh, it, it's such a childish thing to do. Yeah, right? it really is. Yeah. It's like a, like a grown it's gross. person. You shouldn't do that. No. Yeah. Like you're a real a-hole if you're doing that. Like that's something that like annoying kids do to each mm-hmm. other you know what i mean i don't think anyone's there. has anyone ever done that to you yeah absolutely yeah i don't think i have a brother okay but your sister never did that to you i feel like i don't think so i don't recall that's like an annoying sibling thing yeah i don't know if we if we ever did that oh she used to just punch me square in the face <laughs> you were giving her a wet yeah, i mean she would wet her fist first and then <laughs> she would spit on her fist and then punch me right in the face and then her spit became one with my face. Oh, that's so gross. <laughs> the punch. It's so gross. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that is yeah. gross. Uh, yeah, I think you're. I think if you're a belligerent man doing wet willies, you're an asshole man doing wet willies. Like I think that's awful. So he's he's deserving in his arrest. I would say so. Because don't you think that's a little too far? Uh, no, I don't because I think that, I think if someone lays a hand on you, no matter what, that's, uh, that's like an assault. Yeah. That's an, I think that's an assault. Yeah. All right. In my opinion, in my completely uneducated <laughs> legal opinion, I think that would be an ass- like if someone did that to you, like if you're just walking down the street and some stranger gave you what Willie, I think you could like press charges. Yeah. Cause it's like a violation of personal space. Sure. It's gross. Is. Yeah. It's potentially spreading disease it's like a that's a hostile act yeah that's a hostile maneuver it is. yeah very hostile maneuver Never to thought people about on. that um but you know it's usually something reserved for siblings which takes away some of that but i mean because it's, it's, it's childish and yeah. silly and like right like there's a certain tradition to it as far as kids doing it mm-hmm. but an adult 
wet willy, random wet willy guy. <laughs> random wet willy guy. <laughs> Better watch out for him on your streets. I licked all my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a real uh, SVU right there. Oh, it is. Yeah. Ugh, mm-hmm. So vile. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely, so I, th- I it think is. that you can get. I think that that guy could get arrested, especially if he's being belligerent. He's probably yelling and breaking a sound ordinance. Probably yelling at a cop. They're getting pissed off at that. Yeah, like there's a lot. Of, um, there sounds like there's a lot, a lot going on there. That's the only weapon he was using was, you know, his, his wet spit. fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like wet fingers was here. <laughs> <laughs> you see, like the, the guy was that the guy from uh, CSI. CSI takes off yeah. his sunglasses. Looks like this wet willy got wet. <laughs> I don't know. I don't watch it enough. <laughs> you get the point. Make yeah. up your own joke at home. This is, keep in mind, this is free, folks. <laughs> oh. uh, God, it's really horrifying. Yeah. Uh, pet bird calls 911 using Siri. Yeah. That's pretty exciting. So... How would this? So it was a uh, like a parakeet. Uh, only certain birds can talk, right? Yes. And they can't really talk. They're just like mimicking. Like they don't have. Well, I mean, they're con- they're doing economics. Apparently, some birds. So. Yeah. But we don't believe birds are masters of language. They're just repeating what they. Yeah, I think mimic, so. Mimicking yeah. kind of things. Yeah. Like a mimic ghost that mimics you. That's a strange jump, but I yes. I know. I don't know. Yes. I just thought I'm... Like a doppelganger? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's upsetting. Yeah, why'd I go do... I always... I don't know. Went that's... Went to a dark place. Yep, I don't... That wet willy stuff, mate, just took me to a dark place. It took me to a hostile location <laughs> in I my think mind. You just take a look at our cat right now, because she's super cute, and All let right. it bring you back to, like, a good place. All right. Right? So a pet bird calls 911. Now... Chloe wants a pet bird. Now, did this pet bird call 911 just... Like because someone needed nine one one, or did they? Was it like a prank call type thing, where or they're like, "Hang up, this isn't a real call." Um, yeah, I, I, I was under the assumption that yes, it was, it was uh, a medical act- situation. Yeah, yeah, an active scene. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, that's but pretty cool. Like so maybe. Oh, sorry. Oh, I was gonna say. So maybe the person was like falling unconscious and they're like siri called you know siri called 911 and then passed out and then the bird heard that and was like siri called 911 and then the siri's like no oh, calling 911 yeah should i use the home number work number or iphone number <laughs> trying to work <laughs> hey, your bird is sad <laughs> Siri, play third. Just like a very soft bird. Siri, play third eye blind. Yeah. So I, um, I also thought that the, my understanding is that the bird was trained to do this. Oh, okay. So like, it was. Um, like like you would train your kid to dial 911 okay you know i guess that would make more sense than it being like a, just a coincidental like the bird happened to say the thing at the right yeah. time kind of yeah. thing although what a great story that would be because if, i mean if you live by yourself it's like you're you know you choke on a cracker your bird's gotta be the one who's gonna call 911 right. or you could just have one of those old life alert things I guess that's also an option. Well, I mean, like you'd have a bird around your neck that you would squeeze, and then it would call. Oh, right. Yeah, and that okay. was a, I gotcha. Didn't mean the device. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. You confuse it with the with the common medical device. Yeah. yeah and I'm talking about a bird. I'm talking you about a bird. You take that bird in with you to the bath and um, <laughs> downstairs and uh, the bird you know, bath. anywhere really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's interesting. So the bird was trained. To call nine one one. Well, I hope it. McCall. The, <laughs> the bird McCalled. Yeah. McCall nine one one. I wonder if uh, that's fantastic. So the, I hope the person survived, and the person, the nine one one operator, wasn't like, "Is this a bird? <laughs> Please confirm if this is a bird." 
<laughs> you confirm a bird. <laughs> it's a bird. It's a bird. It's a bird. <laughs> it's just like bobbing up and down. <laughs> you know how birds are happy. <laughs> yeah, you know how they're bopping along. Yeah. These birds. That's fantastic. What uh, if the, what if the bird just started like it danced while it was listening to like hold music or something? <laughs> it's the bird is the word. Yeah. Yeah, because nine one one will put you on hold to like verify. Yeah, they might. <laughs> Please hold. <laughs> bird, bird, bird. Bird is the word. <laughs> Uh, please hold while we confirm your address. 911, please hold. <laughs> <laughs> we are busy helping other customers. Your estimated wait time is 45 minutes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they do what they can. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh. Well, these stories are completely absurd. <laughs> yeah. They all sound like, like uh, things you've made up. yeah that's the point that is the point Uh, I want to guess that the real story is the first one the goat service animal it is a fake story really it is oh I was hoping that was going to be real well you know what in my mind then the petition was signed way more times than needed and goat service goats are available everywhere all over Iowa and accepted and accepted. That, yes. That's what I hope is, yes. is the story there. Mm-hmm. Um, then I'm going to go with the, the bird calling 911. That is also a fake oh, story. Oh, come on! <laughs> the real story is the wet willy guy? It's so real. Are you serious? I'm very serious. Oh, my God. Do tell. <sighs> this guy looks like a real skis. <laughs> does he, he looks like someone who would give someone a wet willy, he right? He does. Oh, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I want to give him a wet willy through your phone screen. <laughs> yeah, he looks like a real jerk. He does. Uh, Some people just look like real pieces of garbage. I, and that's yeah, one of that, for real. That's a guy. Like I just want to kick him. Yeah. I want to wet my toes and give him a wet kick. <laughs> <laughs> right in his eyeball. Right in the eye. Okay, so this is from the New York Post. Um. The wet willy of newspapers. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah. A belligerent man arrested after giving girlfriend a wet willy. <sighs> a man in Florida was jailed. Of course. I know. Of course. I know. A man in Florida was jailed earlier this month after giving his girlfriend a wet willy, according to an arrest affidavit. <sighs> Joseph Sarecki, 47, was arrested on August 15th after a deputy from the St. Lucie County Sheriff's Office responded to a domestic disturbance report in Fort Pierce, where a woman said she came home from work to find Sarecki, described as her live-in boyfriend. Of course he is, right? Of course. Intoxi- Unemployed. Intoxicated Drunk. and lying on the living room floor. <laughs> oh, God. Because... That's what you do when you're a living boyfriend with who's drunk. He pulled a wet finger out of his butt. Oh, that's not appropriate. Oh, okay. Uh, the woman told the deputy that Sarecki had been arguing with her and being rude, that's in quotations, uh, prompting her to tell him she was taking her daughter to her nurse's house. House. I don't know what that means, but that's what it says. Taking your daughter to her nurse's house. Yeah, it's like... Oh, maybe the kid needs like, yeah, care? Yeah, in a few different um, articles that I read... Uh, to see which was the best article version of this story. Um, they all mention the nurse's house, but they don't Did really... explain it? No. That's so, what a weird it's detail odd. to put in there and yeah, not explain. Yeah, absolutely. Like, okay. Uh, Sarecki decided to tag along and continue to drink and be belligerent. He rode along drinking? I guess. Oh my God. As the couple returned home, Sarecki then... S- this is Florida, remind me. <laughs> right. Yeah. Humidity. We no gotta- one thinks right. <laughs> Plus, plus they wanted to use the drinking lane mm. as well. And you got to yeah. have one person, at least uh-huh. one person drinking. Yes. Uh-huh. As the couple returned home, Sarecki then started grabbing the woman's hand and pulling her by the arm before giving her a wet willy. Oh. By sticking his wet finger in her ear, oh. authorities say. I like that they have to um, They explain define. that, but they don't explain the nurse. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <I don't, laughs> it's odd. I hope that little girl is okay. I know. Ugh. The victim said she told Sarecki, who works as a sales rep, to stop several times and asked him to get out of the car, but he refused to do so. Did she try stopping it first? Uh, he then continued <laughs> throwing objects around their home and continued oh. to be belligerent, according to the arrest affidavit, which noted that the victim's daughter confirmed her mother's account. 
Sarecki, who was charged with second-degree battery, declined to give investigators a written statement, but claimed he was he wasn't intoxicated at the time. Oh no! No, so he just did it on his own. Oh yeah, normal. This is all brain. normal. Yeah, I'm gonna wet willy. I do it all the time. I'm 47. I'm a skis bag in Florida. <laughs> he was taken into custody, where he was later released on bond, according to the Miami Herald. Attempts to reach Sarecki were unsuccessful. Oh my God! Yeah. What a creep! Yeah. Yeah, what a douche. Yeah, total D. I like that he was like, I wasn't drunk when I did it. I was perfectly sober. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, like, you should admit that you're, like, lying and say you were drunk, at least. Yeah. Like, oh. I blacked out. I don't remember. That's oh. a better defense than, like, I wasn't drunk. Uh, stone sober. I do this all the time. Yeah. I once so. gave the uh, singer from Third Eye Blind a wet willy in 96. I feel like that means something else now. You know why I hate Third Eye Blind? This is why. Because... Right. You you hate Third Eye Blind, but you like them better than Weezer. That's where I we're do. at? I do, yeah. Okay. This is, why, this is why I originally didn't like Third Eye Blind. Okay. Because they opened up for U2 at the Sky Dome <laughs> in the 90s. And... Uh, cooler bands were opening for them elsewhere oh including james oh who i much rather would have liked to have seen james oh. so i've always held a grudge like it's somehow their fault yeah but i feel like i missed my chance to see james live because of oh. third eye blind well if anyone wants to bring us over to the uk so that we can go and see james at some point they're playing in december at the manchester arena with we the can't charlatans. afford it kevin i know next year <sighs> okay. we'll think about it all right cool well it's a date We'll think about it <laughs> and say we could do it. We're going to see Third Eye Blind at the New York State Fair next summer. Oh, pass. <laughs> do, do, do. That's our show. Oh, do, do, do. You have to pay royalties if it's a parody. Yeah, yeah. parodies. Parody laws helping us out. Skirting responsibilities. Okay. Uh, we have uh, we got. We this got. has gone too far. You're right. We've had a long day. Thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate it. Yeah. Check us out, Fake Head Pod on Twitter, Fake Headlines Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And if you would like to email us, uh, Fake Headlines Podcast at gmail.com. Boom. There you go. We'll see you next week, folks. Okay. Bye.